Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hi, this is Joe Martin. I'm pastor at First Baptist Church in Toledo. And I know the light's a little strange out here at the cabin right now. I got a little bit later beginning. I want to talk to you this midweek about this idea of conditions. You know, God's love, this is the great news, the good news. God's love is unconditional. But you growing in grace and becoming the person God wants you to be, that's not, that's not unconditional. That's got some conditions. There are conditions that you are going to have to exercise your will and to discipline yourself for godliness to grow as a disciple of Jesus. Let me give you a few. You must seek to find. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. There's no promise that you will automatically get all that God has for you if you don't seek. He says in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, a man must believe that God is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You have to seek. Some of you just think it's going to fall out, but God is working in your life to make a seeker out of you because he's a seeker after you. And then you must abide or nothing you do will matter. You must abide or essentially nothing's going to matter. This is what John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. You are never going to be fruitful unless you abide, unless you reside in him. You live in that love relationship as you go through your life. Secondly, you must pray if you're going to have peace. That's conditional. Be anxious for nothing, Philippians 4, 6 says. For, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know what? If you don't pray and bring your problems to him, cast all your cares upon him, you're not going to get that peace. Oh, you might get through it, but you got to pray to get his peace. And then... You have to share Christ for Christ to be known to others. This doesn't happen automatically. You can't just pray, God, you know, all the people in the world, let them know that you are, you are the Savior. No, the Bible includes us. Romans 10, 4 says, how will they, 14 says, how will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher, without somebody to tell them? You got to tell them. And then, in one sense, not in the weird prosperity gospel stuff, but you must give to get. The Bible says there are certain things that you are not going to get unless you learn to give. Luke 6.38, give and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. He's not just talking about money. He's talking about of mercy and life. Actually, you must, that brings me to the next one. You must forgive 
to experience God's forgiveness and walk in fellowship with him. This is exactly what the end of the Lord's Prayer says in Matthew six fourteen. For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. This isn't about salvation. This is about you walking in fellowship with God. You know what? All it takes to get you out of fellowship with God is you not forgiving one more time that somebody's hurt you, annoyed you, or disappointed you. And then you must be encouraged to avoid sin. That's true. We need to be encouraged by each other. Hebrews 3.13 says, But encourage one another daily, while it's still called today, so that none of you are hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Sin is really sneaky. And if we don't have people around us to put courage back into us, to to believe in us and to build us up, not tear us down or criticize us, but to build us up, we'll be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. We'll start to justify it. And that brings me to the, the obvious next thing. You must gather together to be encouraged, to stay encouraged. You know, somebody said to me last night, you don't have to go to to a church service in order to meet with God. That is true. You do not need to go to a church service to be saved. That's true. But you must gather with other believers to stay encouraged. You know, so many people will say to me, I'm so discouraged. I'm so down. I'll say, well, I've noticed that you really haven't been in any kind of connection with other believers. You haven't gone to a church service or a small group. And they'll say, now, don't start judging me. I don't have to go to church in order to, to be right, to, you know, be walking with God. I'm just saying, no, I'm saying you, if you want to be encouraged, take God's direction. Hebrews, uh, Hebrews says it very clearly. He says, you have to gather, not forsaking our own assembling together as a habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. You're discouraged. You need to be with other Christians and encourage you. Not forsaking it. You know, some of you maybe that are watching this, you've kind of forsaken maybe TFBC was your church and you really haven't come back or you're just kind of bouncing around or you're just kind of shopping. Let me tell you something. You want to be encouraged? Start by coming back. Don't don't forsake the assembly, but gather more. Let's talk. And then you must love to be considered a disciple. It's a condition. Jesus laid it out. John thirteen thirty five. he said, By this, all men will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. You know what? People know you are Christians by your love, and they also know you are not a Christian by your love, or at least you're not much of a follower of Jesus by your lack of love. You see, if you don't do what God says, you won't experience much of what God promises. You know, the average churchgoer, if we're really honest, I have to agree with Dr. Henry Brandt when he said, the average churchgoer experiences very little of what God would do. I hope that's not true for you. So this is simple. What does God want you to do? Say, oh, I don't know what God wants me to do. I'm trying to find God's will. Let me tell you what God wants you to do. Do what God has already shown you to do until he shows you something else. Don't ask for special revelation when you won't even do the basics. God always lays out the conditions. He says, seek me. He says, gather, and you'll be encouraged. He says, be encouraged, lest sin get a hold of you. Abide, and you'll produce fruit. Pray, and you'll have peace. Share, and God will pour out onto you. You give, and you'll get. Forgive, so you can be forgiven and walk in fellowship. 
and love so that you can be known. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Come to God. God lays out his conditions clearly. But here's the other side. When you meet your condition, the condition he's laid out, God always meets his condition that he lays out. He's a God that keeps his promises. Thank you for watching this. If it helped you, you want to share it with somebody else, please do. Remember, this Sunday we're going to be talking about discount discipleship. And there's a lot of that going around. And you might be find yourself looking for a bargain in discipleship, but Jesus doesn't offer any cut-rate deals. We're going to talk about that Sunday. God bless you, and thanks for watching.